You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. we got to talk about the biggest story in college football this year, and that is the TCU Horny Frogs. Those frogs are indeed horny, and they are undefeated still. We'll find out tonight where they rank in the college football playoff rankings. Joining us now is Jeremy Clark of the hornfrogblitz.com, 247sports, at jclarkhfb247 on Twitter. Jeremy, good morning to you. We keep saying every week, like, ah, it's probably going to come to an end. Ah, this is probably the week it happens. Ah, this is probably they keep winning. Like at, at what point? Like are they doing this? Are they going undefeated? We'll see. I mean, this is a team that has a ton of resiliency. I mean, I, every week that you count them out, they just surprise people. They get down against Oklahoma State. They get down against K State. Everyone's thinking, hey, this game against Texas is going to be really hard for them because Texas is playing good football. You've got a hype crowd down there, and they just mm-hmm. go down there and just completely surprise everyone and, and just show a really good defensive effort everyone talks about their offense but man the defense against Longhorns was exceptional and, and right now I really do feel like this team does have a lot of uh, momentum going for them right now and they've got a tough Baylor game this week they've got Iowa State and the Big 12 championship of course but yeah if they could just keep playing week-to-week football I think they have a very good chance to kind of get into that college football playoff talk. Uh, Jeremy why has it worked so well for Sonny Dyke so quickly there? I think the buy-in from these players, I think if you look at the roster last year, they had a lot of good players coming back. They have a lot of experience. I think when you talk football, it starts in the trenches and you look at their offensive line, they're very experienced, especially on the interior at center and at, at both guard positions. They've got a quarterback that's playing exceptionally well right now, Max Duggan. He's a guy that has played a lot of college football. You've got a really good running back in Kendra Miller and uh, a defensive squad that doesn't have that that player that just makes all this clippings and everything else where people just talk about this one particular player but they're just a a group of 11 guys that just seem to be making a lot of plays but I I think just going back to the buy-in I mean there's just a lot of things that Sonny Dykes has done different at TCU than than what Gary Patterson did and that's not a knock on Gary that's just uh, you, you know, sometimes players do need a change of uh, philosophy. They need a change of scenery. And whereas you get some players hitting the portal, some players do stay patient and they wait to see what this coaching staff can do. And I think the the one surprising thing that, that I saw in this day and age of college football transfer portal is that at the start of spring ball to the conclusion of spring ball, you only had one guy hit the portal for TCU. And that's just amazing 
uh, in its own self. So it, it, it just keeps going back to those guys listening to what he had to say about coaching and uh, this, the, the different philosophies that he has and, and the assistant coaches. He's done a phenomenal job of building a really, really good coaching staff. We're talking with Jeremy Clark on a TCU still undefeated and trying to crash that college football playoff party. If I would have, you know, shockingly, Jeremy, we, we didn't talk much TCU in the preseason. They were they were not necessarily on our radar. Were they in your top 25 preseason? Dirt? I'll have to go back and look. I don't think so. I, wow. I don't believe that they were. If I would have told you in That's August, crazy, isn't it? It's, if I like if I if we brought you on in August, hey Jeremy, they're going to be ten and zero. They're going to be two wins away from an undefeated regular season. What would your reaction have been? There's no way. I mean, I, I mean, you're talking <laughs> to the guy that's covered the program. I've covered these guys since '05, and that's not a knock on those guys. I mean, like I said, they have a, a lot of great kids, a lot of talent, and the coaching staff is really good. But I, I you know, at the beginning of the season, I thought that hey, if they come in here and they get this thing turned around to six and six yeah. as the floor, and eight and four as the ceiling, they're doing a really good job because this is a team that, let's face it, they haven't played good football the last four years, and so I don't think anyone could have been expecting a 10-0 and start and number four in the playoff ranking. And it's kind of like the beginning of football when everyone was talking about Kansas at the same time. No one could really predict what TCU and especially Kansas was doing early in the season. So, yeah, this is uh, it's been a welcome surprise to a lot of people. Well, we assume, Jeremy, that tonight we're going to find out that they're number four in the ranking again, that no movement happens because Georgia won and Ohio State-Michigan are right there. But I think the beauty is Ohio State-Michigan play each other you assume TCU takes care of business. They're going to avoid Georgia at least in the first round of the college football playoffs. So there's an opportunity for a playoff win there because, I mean, we're being honest, Georgia feels like they're in a different world than the rest of the college football world right now. But I do want to ask you, going into the playoff, the next two weeks are pucker weeks, right? TCU fan is telling themselves, hey, Baylor scored three points this past weekend. They're probably going to somehow score 25. Like, these are the weeks that you get nervous. You don't overlook Iowa State and Baylor – but it had to have felt good for a TCU fan to see them win in the fashion in which they did. I know the game was being made fun of on Twitter because it wasn't a high-scoring affair, but this is a team that's put up points in offense all year, and it almost they look like such a different team. They won a different way, and I think that's the kind of sign of a great team, is it not, is to be able to play two different styles of football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you look at the first time the playoff rankings came out, they were ranked number seven, and what was the big knock on them? that they were playing unbalanced defense and they were having to come back in some of these games. And the defense basically took it in the shorts, uh, so to speak. They had a huge chip on their shoulders. And the last two weeks since that ranking came out, they've played well against Texas Tech. Texas Tech got a very late score uh, with under a minute remaining in that game. It was 34-17 late in the ball game. And then last week against Texas, I mean, what greater way to go out and show that you are a tough physical team. I mean, that is that is an offense, guys. I mean, you guys watch college football. They have, Quinn Ewers is a young guy, but he is going to be an extremely talented quarterback as mm-hmm. he gets older. But let's talk about B. John Robinson for a second. B. John Robinson is widely considered the number one running back in the nation. There's When you talk about who's the top running back, who's the top draftable running back, he's always the guy I mentioned. They held him to 29 yards on 12 carries, and Texas fans are saying, well, why didn't we run the ball more with Bijan or Roshan Johnson? They couldn't <laughs> run anywhere. There was nowhere to run, guys. I mean, TCU did a phenomenal job plugging those gaps. They really sent a message to, to a lot of people that felt like, hey, TCU's just known for offense, but you shut down a high-flying offense like that. This is a team that scored 17 on Alabama, and what did we hear all that week after the Alabama game when Texas lost? They said, if Quinn Ewers wouldn't have got hurt, they'd probably beat Alabama. But now all of a sudden that TCU's shutting them down, 
TCU's defense was okay, but Texas really wasn't playing good offense. So I think TCU did a lot to uh, to wake up some doubters uh, on Saturday night. And you know what? Baylor Baylor's going to be a tough game. That, that, that was a game last year that TCU knocked them uh, out of their playoff hopes. It was a game that TCU had no business winning, and they end up upsetting the top ten Baylor team. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, – retribution for uh, Baylor to try to get this win and maybe try to ruin TCU season this year. Well, I mean, on that note too, Jeremy, it's one of the things I love so much about this story is that it we, we always lean on past and prestige programs, and that's how we view these things. And, and when in reality it doesn't always mean anything, right? Like Texas, how many years have they been overhyped and underdelivered in a row? And yet here we are again where it's like, well, maybe, maybe Texas just had an off night. Maybe they didn't play their best. TCU is a damn good team. Now let me ask you this. Two games to go in the regular season, no matter what happens they're already in the big 12 championship game uh and i believe there's still four teams technically alive one of them could be eliminated if tcu beats them this weekend in baylor is there a matchup that they're eyeballing that they maybe want more than the others like kansas state oklahoma state i think texas is to texas is still technically alive is there a matchup there that they want well if they do they haven't said it publicly um it's for someone that covers the team and, and maybe maybe a fan base i think you would like to see them uh play a kansas state because Kansas State, let's let's be honest, if, if you want to get in the college football playoff, you want to leave no doubt. And I think Kansas State leaves no doubt. If they if they match up against them in the Big 12 championship and, and you get that win, then that's going to solidify their spot. Because they're, they're still, even though TCU's unbeaten right now and there's talk of them going 13-0, there's still that slight chance, hey, can Tennessee get in there over them? Or can USC get in over them? I mean, just any of those teams with one loss right now, for TCU fans, they remember 2014. They remember being 12-1 and one and playing really, really good football and being left out of that conversation. So there's always a, there's always a, a, a caveat there to where if you go out and you want to be part of the best, you got to go out and beat the best. And so I think Kansas State right now presents that biggest challenge for them. And, and really, I think TCU matches up really well with them as far as the scheme. And um, this is a team that they were down 28-10 at one point, and they were able to come back and, and win. So – I think uh, if you look at those matchups, I think Kansas State's probably going to be the most likely one. Yeah, Gary Patterson, Jeremy, had had this program humming for a long time and had a lot of success. Sonny Dykes may go to the playoff in, in year one. It, would a season like this change anything for them fundamentally as a program? And what I mean by that is the NIL world is huge. You're obviously seeing in-state with Texas, obviously Texas A&M, uh, Oklahoma up the road in a different state. Like You're seeing all around TCU programs diving in and 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 boosters stepping in and building bigger rosters does a playoff change maybe the the fundraising the boosting like does anything big come from tcu where they can build off this and maybe establish themselves in the big 12 in a spot where there's so many vulnerable teams right now well i think if you look at where the nil is today and, and the biggest one of the biggest reasons why Sonny Docks is here is because his his ability to navigate through all that. He understood that at SMU and um, through his ability to do the NIL and, and, and understand the importance of it and, and really the transfer portal. That's a that's a huge reason Sonny Docks is over here. But yeah, I think if you look at where TCU is right now, the, the thought of is after Texas and Oklahoma leaves, why can't TCU be the program that's going to sit on top of the mountain? And, and, and when you look at that, when you look at the resources they have around here, TCU has a really good NIL initiative that no one really talks about because they don't go out publicly and, and talk about, hey, we're paying our we're paying our offensive linemen this much, we're paying our quarterbacks this much. They don't really go out and, and say all those things. So I, I think if you look at 
the way the conference is setting up, when you lose the teams like Texas and Oklahoma, and you've got a TCU and DFW, you've got them in the one of the hottest recruiting markets in, in, in the nation as far as uh, just finding talented skill for athletes, you can you can really build a team within the DFW market and not have to go outside it. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things that TCU's going to be able to sell. They've got great facilities down here. They've got more facilities coming on the way. And this playoff run for them is just going to keep opening eyes a lot more. I mean, they're, they're in recruiting battles with, with Texas, with Texas A&M right now, and they're probably going to truthfully get some of those flips late in the process because people are going to want to become part of this program because they see that the ceiling is nowhere close to being touched right now, even though they're on the verge of a college football playoff. Yeah, it's a really cool story in college football this year. We'll see where they rank. Shouldn't be any different from last week, I would hope, after another big win on the road in Texas on Saturday. Two games to go for TCU to finish the regular season. Undefeated Jeremy Clark covers TCU at jclarkhfb247hornfrogblitz.com. I appreciate the time, man. I'm sure it's been a blast to cover this team. And, hey, if it continues, we'll have to do this again soon. Thanks for the time here in Portland. I appreciate it, you guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 